0: Join Sarah Weiss in the infinite field of energetic aliveness and heart-centered wisdom. This is the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. Welcome to the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. I'm Sarah Weiss, and I'm so glad you're joining us again today. Our community is growing, and we're really focused on what I call the everyday mystic. The people that I am interviewing on this podcast are sincere, authentic healers and teachers walking their spiritual path just like everyone else is. They're not necessarily the most famous healers on the planet, but it's amazing how many powerful healers and spiritual guides are living everyday lives and walking down the street, you wouldn't recognize them. And that was the same for my Sufi teacher, Sufi Amin was a mechanical engineer, he was American, had a family, children, and if you saw him walking down the street, you would not recognize him as an enlightened being. And it was almost as if he wore a cloak, so that if you had the eyes to see, you could see the treasure of this teacher. And that's what we're unearthing in these podcasts, the treasures of our fellow healers and spiritual journeyers, and to be able to recognize and see that each person holds this light. And if you're called into the healing work in whatever venue, whether it's in your work or you become a healer with a practice, it's being able to see the light in each person's being so today we have elise Bassine, who's a healer and spiritual guide in philadelphia and her particular ability i would say is helping people get unstuck she works with people energetically on different levels and her passion is to help activate ascension in her clients she wants to help people step into their soul mission And into the 5D timeline. So help me welcome Elise Bassine. Hi, Elise. It's so nice to have you join us on the Earth Love Spirit podcast.
1: Hi. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So we are going to start off with Elise leading us in a, a little practice to get ourselves settled and grounded and into the energy of our conversation today. So, Elise, please take us.
1: Okay, so welcome, everyone. I'd like to invite you to close your eyes. And just feel yourself drop into your body. Taking a couple deep breaths. Feeling your fingers and toes. And we're just going to do a grounding exercise. So pulling up a cord of energy from the core of the earth, going up into the feet, up through the legs and into the root chakra, really grounding down into the root chakra. And then allowing that energy to come up through the center channel of the body and out through the crown of the head, connecting you to the universe. And just feeling that cord of energy running through your body, deeply connecting you to the earth and to the stars. And just taking a few moments, feeling into that deep connection. Taking another deep breath. Settling into the present moment. And then, when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you beautiful when When were you introduced to excuse me to grounding elise so that's
1: a good question. um I recently well not recently, in probably in the beginning of twenty twenty I started learning energy work. And I started um, learning how to work with my own energy. And that was one of the first things that I learned how to do was to ground my energy. Um, And I also, when I really started working with my psychic abilities in a really intentional way that was one of the first things I would do when I would start to tune in with my guides or tune in to other people's energy as I would ground my energy, and I always found it to be so incredibly helpful.
0: Ah, uh, that's just nectar for my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I want the whole world to get grounded, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the importance of that in your energy practice can't be overstated. Um, what What else did you notice about getting grounded? How did it uh, support you?
1: So for me, I feel like it brings me into this state of connection with the earth and this state of feeling supported and being in my body. So I think a lot of times we are not quite fully in our bodies, we're more up in our heads and thinking you know, in the mind. And when we ground, we really drop into the body, connect with the earth and actually feel the support of that connection that we have to all that is.
0: Beautifully stated. Um, do you find yourself grounding throughout the day as you're going through your work, but also with your family with you have two young children? you know does it does it move over into everything you do?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, it's a huge part of what I do on my in my group calls with my clients. we start out and we end with um, energy work, always starting with grounding. And then I actually will do energy work on my kids and I will always ground them. um, And can I put little bubbles of light around them also? So yeah, I I find myself doing it throughout the day and it usually helps tremendously with whatever is going on.
0: That's so nice. Um, We also taught our kids how to ground when they were very young. And maybe you can uh, share with people, I'm sure there's a lot of mothers here who have a lot of kids at home and are learning how to ground, um, how you approach that.
1: Yeah, so what I do is, uh, sometimes I will do it for my kids, so they don't even know I'm working on them, where I will just... Similar to what we just did, I'll pull up a grounding cord from the earth and run it through their body and out through the top of their head and then I'll pull energy down from the stars and create like a bubble of light around them. And that's just a really easy thing that takes like a few seconds, and it usually really helps with their energy. And then the other thing I always do is I'll like decord them. So if they're having, you know, um, if they're being really clingy to me, or if it's feeling like they're wanting to. Um, like suck my energy in a way like they're feeling needy. I'll always like cut our cords and then I'll connect them to the earth, connect them to the stars. And then their energy will usually settle. It's kind of funny, like they'll be nagging me nagging me and then all of a sudden, like they go find something to do.
0: (laughs) This is the most practical information (laughs) of any interview in any podcast I've ever done. (laughs) This is great. Now, I'm going to back you up a little on this, okay? Because, you know, you so casually say, I just, you know, pull up the grounding cord. I just bring down the energy from the stars and then magically they're grounded. <laughs> now, oh, and, and I get that. I really do. You know, when you work with energy, you do. But look, can we pull it apart a little so that um, people who are listening that may not be, you know, doing energy work every day and that it's not they're not masters of it. Um, Can you describe a little bit of what goes on in you when you do that?
1: Yes, definitely. I love that you brought this up because I am a person that before I really got energy work, I used to, you know, got it meaning understood it. I used to receive it from people and there would always be this part of me that was like, what is really happening here? Like, is anything really happening? Um, because it's it's you know it's on a subtle it's in a subtle realm. So I would often question it myself. And the, what I realize that I really want people to know is that when it comes to energy work, when you're working in the astral realm or in the quantum field, when you say it, so it is right? Because when we're working in that realm, when we, when we have a thought, it exists, right? So like when you're working with energy, when you say, I'm pulling up a cord and I'm grounding it into my root chakra, that automatically occurs because you intended it when you're working in the astral realm. So I always like to tell people that because I think people think there's something more they have to do other than intend it. And visualize it. And there's really not much more other than just feeling it and knowing that it happened because you're intending it. So, when we're, you know, say we're wanting to ground our kids, we literally just visualize a cord that's coming up from the core of the earth and going into their body, connecting with their root chakra and then going up through the center channel and out through the top of the head connecting you to that divine energy and i really just see that energy moving through their bodies and then i see a ball of light around them and i and i see it and i and i feel it if that makes sense like i kind of feel into it
0: if i think feeling is a big part of it
1: mm-hmm. a,
0: a very big part of making it a reality here
1: totally yeah uh,
0: and so if we can go a little uh, more deeply into this, because this is my favorite topic of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so when you say, when you talk about this grounding cord, let's, let's give people a little more to go on because here we have the earth and you have this cord. So, I mean, I'm looking at the electrical cords in my office, which I can't stand because I can see them. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, I see a white cord and I see a black cord. What are you seeing when you see this cord?
1: I really see. So when I see it, it's kind of like a grayish color for some reason. And it's, it's a very, it's not super thick, but it just looks like a cord, like a gray cord. And I see it attached to the earth's core. So I always visualize that, that it's attached to the earth's core and it's just coming up through the earth. And connecting to my body. And, I, and when I do that, I really feel what it feels like to be connected to the earth because we already are connected to the earth, right? We're just tuning in with that energy. So I really feel what it feels like. And to me, what that feels like is a supported energy, a very solid energy. It's almost like the energy of a tree that has very deep roots. Like if you pushed on the tree, the tree's not going anywhere, right? So like, I think of it like that.
0: Yes. And so that court. okay, we're going to go a little deeper into this. Is it something solid? Is it energetic? Uh, What's the qualitative feel of it?
1: So I see it as solid. I mean, obviously, it's, energetic because we're working with energy, but Mm -hmm. I see it as a very solid, um, almost like a, the way that I visualize it is almost like a hose, like a thick hose, like almost how like a fire hose would be, um, or something of that nature where it's like a very thick, um, like hose-like cord that comes up from the earth and it's very strong and sturdy,
0: And it goes both ways, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And right. And so, so when it rises up through you, what's your experience of that sometimes? What does it feel like or what does it feel like for your clients?
1: It feels like this very secure and solid connection. And when I work with energy, a lot of times what I do is I use these percentages, right? So if I'm doing energy work on someone and we're clearing something, right, I'll always, I'll do different energy techniques. And then I work with a percentage to say like, okay, we're at a hundred percent right now of this thing that we're clearing. and then as we do the different energy work, we feel into how the percentage goes down, right? so when i am when I ground, I always notice that immediately the percentage will go down significantly because what happens is you immediately drop into your body and you you immediately come into the present moment where none of that stuff from the past actually exists, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. It does. Okay. So I I love that we covered this. And for all you people out there and mothers out there with your children, I know when our kids were young, uh, we used to, um, every night, we would... L- Lay, we would lay each one of us with one of them, and we would teach them how to relax, uh, go through a relaxation, and then how to connect into the earth. And at dinner, we would uh, play footsies with our roots under the ground, you know, and oh, wow. we would, you know, kind of incorporate it into everything we were doing. If we were driving in the car, we would try to um, connect with our roots so much that we would stop the car. You know, things like that.
1: That's so cool. I love that.
0: (laughs) And Pretend we're trees and things like that. There's so many creative ways that you can work with kids and teach them this from a young age so they can grow up feeling supported and aligned with their own energy. Yes. I love that we got into this. Thank me you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's segue a little bit into your practice, because um, when when I see your work and your website and everything, what really stands out for me is that you have a, a great orientation towards helping people get unstuck. Yes. That yes. seems to be one of your specialties. So <laughs> yes. let's talk about that. Okay? Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So what I've come to really understand is one of my gifts is that I'm really able to see very quickly what is at the core of what's blocking people from creating the results that that they want. So I have usually people coming to me saying like, I know I want to start a business or I know I'm not living my purpose, but I'm not sure what my purpose is, or I'm, you know, I've started my business, I'm growing my business, but I know there's something blocking me from getting to that next level, right? So um, for me, what I'm really good at is just basically talking to someone and I can usually just tell where they're stuck and how they can move forward and it's usually related to something in childhood or something they're carrying ancestrally Um, and you know i have a whole slew of tools that i use with them to help them move through that block and create the results that they desire
0: okay so let me ask you this are you Working intuitively, clairvoyantly, how are your super senses activated when you're working with someone?
1: Yeah, so I use a multitude of things. So I do use the Akashic Records. That's a tool that has been really helpful for me. Also, just my psychic abilities. I tend to just know things about people. I'm able to kind of read energy. So... I am a clairaudient. I do hear things and I am clairvoyant because I will see things, especially when I'm reading other people's records. But when I'm just talking to someone, I usually can just read their energy and I kind of can see the energetics of what's happening, if that makes sense. And then I'm able to just, um, to kind of, like, cut to the core of what's going on. So it usually just takes me kind of hearing them talk and um, hearing them describe what's going on. And then I just will kind of get a hit or a knowing of, of what's really happening.
0: So OK, so if we can pull this apart a little bit, because I, I know you have the vocabulary to describe this, OK? <laughs> okay. Um, so there's a difference between just telling someone something about themselves and communicating something that helps them open it up mm-hmm. in them yes. so how would you describe that
1: yeah so i think the difference is for me like the way that you hold space for people so I've noticed that the way that I'm able to hold space for people is that they end up just having these transformational experiences in my presence because not only am I saying, like, okay, this is what's going on, but then we actually will do the energy work right then and there to shift the pattern. And then when they're in their in-between time, I have them do specific breath work to release the pattern from the body. So I think it's around the way that I hold the energetic space for them to actually get it and feel it in the body. Because you're right, there's a difference between just saying, like, okay, this is what's going on, and for somebody to actually feel Feel it in their body, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, feeling it in the body brings it into present time and um, in- integrates, you know, the mind, spirit, and body into the flow of your being.
1: Yes.
0: And so um, what, do you, what are you referring to as the in-between time?
1: Oh, (laughs) like between (laughs) sessions. So if I'm working with someone one-on-one, I will typically have them be doing breathwork in between our sessions because I create these audio breathwork sessions that people can do on their own where... I channel information and I guide them through a breathwork process with music, like on an audio file, so they can listen to it in between. And that actually helps them move a ton of energy in between sessions and get this momentum going where each time it's a very dramatic shift because we're shifting the energy when we work together, but then on the in-between time, they're shifting a lot of energy through the breath work. And I find that those two things together work really well to create a lot of shifts in a short amount of time.
0: So do you create that for each individual or is it a, a set of recordings that you have for everyone that you work with?
1: So it's both. So I have two courses that I run Uh, one my main course is called the metamorphosis and in that course I have everyone that I work with one-on-one I give them access to that course because it includes a lot of tools including a set of nine different breathwork sessions that I have found if you do all of them regularly, you make these dramatic shifts in your life. So I have like a set that I have everyone do. And then I also have um, personalized breathwork sessions where I will actually make a breathwork session specifically for you based on what you need. And the way that I do that is I actually will go into your Akashic records and channel a breathwork session for you. That
0: Sounds beautiful um yeah. yeah so so that's what you're doing, and you're in your between time <laughs> it's creating <Yes>. those those <laughs> recordings okay <laughs> and um can we speak about the akashic records a little bit and your experience sure. with accessing the records
1: yes, definitely um so I The Akashic Records is something that is a little more recent for me. I learned to go into the records last summer. So I just was really drawn to the records. I didn't know why. And I took a course over the summer to learn how to access the records. And it was pretty much an immediate thing. The first time I went into the records, I had a really profound experience where I started crying, I felt this overwhelming feeling of unconditional love, and I knew that I was supposed to be there. So it very quickly became part of what I do with clients. And I am able to receive a lot of really potent information for people, usually around their purpose. I also help them connect with their guides. And I usually am able to see, like, exactly what they need to focus on to move forward quickly. So, and for, and, Did you want me to explain what the Akashic records are as well.
0: Sure. Go ahead. You're actually getting into that space right now. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so the Akashic records, I like to describe it as a living library of everything that ever occurred in the universe. And when I tap into the Akashic records of a person specifically, I'm looking at the evolution of their soul. So everything their soul has been through and experienced up until this point and what they will experience in the future. And for me specifically, cause I know everyone kind of receives different information a little bit in the records. For me, I'm really able to see a lot about your purpose and where where your soul's wanting to go. So like what your soul is desiring as its next level of expansion. So that's the information that I usually get. And then I can also access information about ancestral stuff, past lives, and then also connecting you to like your cosmic connections, your spirit guides, that type of thing.
0: Okay, so right now, did you just open the records? Are you aligned with that energy right now? (laughs)
1: Um, Yes, I I believe so.
0: (laughs) So, um, so now that that's open, what are we going to do with that? (laughs) (laughs) So are you tuned into me? Or are you tuned into something else about the records? What wants to come through?
1: So I feel like I'm more tuned into just the information about the records and what needs what people are needing to know about the records. Okay, good. Um, and and that's that's kind of what it feels like. So what's wanting to come through is the records is really, it's, it's a frequency, right? So the way that I see it is it's a frequency of information. And when you're able to tune into that frequency, you're able to then translate the frequency into words so that people can understand the information of that frequency. Does that make sense?
0: that makes sense. But let's expand that little piece that you just said, Mm -hmm. translating frequency into words.
1: Yes. Yes. So that's what that's my experience of what I do in the record. So I really Mm -hmm. tune in to, it's basically like tuning into a radio station. So I will, I'll sit and I'll tune into the energy, I usually say a little prayer. And then um I feel into the energy of the records and I just kind of I feel the information first and then I just use words to say or describe the feeling that I'm having is the best way that I can describe it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I will see visuals as well. Um, And I usually will see visuals more based on the person that I'm reading the records for.
0: Okay, so you translate, the words come from the feeling that you're experiencing within you. And and this is, to me, a really important piece of information for people because they can get frustrated with this part. Mm-hmm. Um, translating frequency energy into words. Yes. And what I'm hearing you saying is you, the energy flows through you, you have an experience of it, and how that experience translates through you, combined with the person you're working with, brings out the words.
1: Yes, yes, and sometimes what will happen is, it won't, I'll hear the first couple words and then I'll just say them and then the rest of the words kind of come through.
0: Ah. True. Sure, it does. And, and still, we, you know, we have this energy open right now, as we're speaking, and there is, it looks like there's more uh, that's wanting to download and be brought through here, because I'm seeing that in in the field that we have here. Can you, Mm -hmm. do you agree with that? Is there something else to tune into?
1: Yes, let me just let me tune in for a second. So the the energy that I'm feeling is it's around like a massive I think the 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 message for the listeners that wants to come through the records is a message of massive expansion. So what's happening on the planet right now is a massive awakening. People are waking up to their abilities, their ability to access higher levels of wisdom and higher frequencies of information, which is what the records are. So the my sense is that In the next year or two years, there's going to be many more people who are feeling called to access the Akashic Records, not only because they're going to be opening up to their own abilities, but also because the Akashic Records holds truth. And there's, you know, so much going on in the world and so much information swirling around that people are going to want to tune into the highest truth or the highest frequency of information. So it feels to me like one of the messages that's coming through for everyone listening is that there's going to be more and more people drawn to receiving this information from the records, whether it's about them or reading it for other people, or even asking questions about what's going on in the world. Like the Akashic records is a really powerful tool to tune into the highest truth for yourself, for other people and for the world at large.
0: I'm just being silent here and I invite the listeners to be silent for a moment and ground and receive the powerful energy that's coming through this transmission. Now, Elise, if we go to your percentage system, Mm -hmm. um, I would say there's still about 15% more to come through. What do you think?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree with that. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I actually just got, so what happens to me sometimes when I'm reading the records is I get this overwhelming like emotional feeling, which I just got. So I'm like getting a little bit emotional um, because the energy gets so strong. So the rest of the message that wants to come through is around realizing the power and impact that you are able to have as a human and waking up to the gifts and knowledge and power that you have access to. So understanding that just by you tuning in to a higher frequency of information and using that information to lead you in your life has a massive impact on the entire planet. So it's not just about, Oh, I'm getting chills again. Okay. It's not just about, um, like doing, like helping other people or helping to create change. Like, of course it's about that, but the message that's wanting to come through is this knowing that just by you opening up to your gifts and these higher realms of information and allowing yourself to be led from that place, that's having a huge impact on humanity and the planet. So just knowing that and understanding that really that's all you have to do. And when you allow yourself to be led from this place of higher wisdom, of tuning into your higher self, to God, to spirit, however you connect to this higher frequency, just by living your life being led from that place is how we shift consciousness,
0: Transmission complete, do we think?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was beautiful. Beautifully transmitted, beautifully. And and let's just pause, everyone take a breath and let this just bathe you in this beautiful frequency that's coming through. Take a breath and and relax into it. This is real time gathering of our souls together to receive something very beautiful. Okay, I'm not going to let you go yet, Elise, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The kids are still quiet. We still have some time. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good time to do two things Um, I'd like to have people hear a little bit about how you got to where you are now um, because many people listening to this podcast are wanting to evolve into their uh, manifestation of their healer spiritual guide being Um, also I'd like to get into a talk about um, 5d and asc- ascension so let's let's just hear a bit about how you arrived at this point in your life
1: yes okay so I had my first spiritual awakening at 19 um, I you know my, my whole life I always was tuned into something different than everyone else i always kind of had this awareness of that and i was always very interested in what lies beneath the surface i always as a young kid even loved astrology and witches and psychic being psychic and all of these things but at 19 i had a spiritual awakening i was in my second year of college I was struggling with an eating disorder and anxiety, and I was looking for answers. I I was at this point where I was like, this really can't be all there is to life. Like Like I'm just gonna graduate college and go get a job. Like that just sounded like horrible to me. So I started searching and I quickly discovered yoga. I started working at a yoga studio, which was where I discovered breathwork. And when I found breathwork, everything just, completely shifted in my life. I became really interested in breath work among many other spiritual practices, but breathwork was kind of the the star and the thing that really drew me. And I was trained in breath work. I did like four different breath worker training programs. I did a bunch of other Breathwork workshops. I followed different teachers all around to different places in the country, and I was just very uh, transformed by breathwork. It completely shifted my life. It healed me in many ways, and that was the the beginning of my journey. And then, you know, life just kind of started to happen. I got married, I had kids, I became a school counselor during all of this, and then in late 2019, I had what I called my my second spiritual awakening, where I realized that it was time to get the show on the road, and I had many profound gifts to share, and it was time for me to start sharing them. So I started my business and, you know, initially thought it was just gonna be about breath work and it quickly shifted into many other things, including Akashic Records, energy work, and just my ability to help facilitate massive transformation in people's lives. So, and and here we are now and it's kind of quantum leaped throughout 2020. (laughs) So here I am.
0: So, I love this because, you know, it, you're describing a 20-year a journey, right? Yes. Yes. And it's like, okay, you know, it's like you say, one day I just decided to open a business, but that's not how it happened. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm shortening it. <laughs> Just, you know, I like to take these in between parts where people really have the question of how did this really happen? And it sounds that by following your path of your own healing to your own truth led you to being able to become this beautiful practitioner.
1: Yes. I mean, I was I've definitely always been on the path of healing and transformation, Throughout the whole 20 years, like I've always been doing either breath work or energy work or some kind of healing practice. I practiced Ashtanga Yoga very um, religiously for seven years, where I, you know, practiced at 5 a.m. every day. So I always had a strong spiritual practice and I was always very. Into healing, um, and then you know, in late 2019, I I got to this point where I realized that I was not supposed to be a school counselor anymore, <laughs> and and I was and I realized that because I was I was getting to the point where I was unhappy, and it was showing up in just me feeling unhappy with certain aspects of my life. But when I started to dig you know and excavate what was really going on I realized that it was because I was not living my purpose and I had these gifts to share that I wasn't sharing and that's why I was really unhappy so and that's you know what really precipitated me getting to the point of starting my business
0: but how does one own that so many people struggle with owning their gifts don't they
1: Yes, they do. And what I would say to that is to get support. <laughs> I did the, all of what I'm describing. I did with a ton of support. Um, I work, I've since late 2019, I've worked with a coach um, and I've, and up until now, that's this whole time I've been working with a coach. Um, so I would say to get support. I also work with, a bunch of other healers as well. So, one of the biggest things I would say is you I'm not saying you can't do it on your own. It's very difficult to do it on your own and getting support from people who have gone through what you are going through is incredibly important and it's also the thing that will propel your growth. So, in, in what I'm describing, I had massive amounts of support and I invested a lot of time and energy and money into this transformation.
0: Beautiful gems, really, really, people. It's, um, it, it, to emerge uh, standing on your feet in a <laughs> uh, healing spiritual practice um, is an accomplishment. It really is a, a an act of mastery and being guided owning your gifts and being willing to listen to your support and to your and to your guidance um yes thank you beautiful so let's let's kind of take on this last topic of ascension in 5d yes Um, let's do it. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for me, you know, in, in 2020, I really just started to understand on a deeper level, what's, what's going on. I mean, I've understood it for a while. I, you know, in, in 2001, I started connecting with the Pleiadians and reading all of this channeled information and, I understood what was happening on the planet as far as the consciousness of the planet and the shifts that are occurring. But when, you know, in 2020, I really came to an understanding of it in a different way, meaning that I was like, okay, it's like happening now. (laughs) So I was like, um, and I felt extremely guided to help people, with the ascension process. So when we say ascension, what we're really describing is um, a shift in consciousness. So what we're seeing happening on the planet right now is um, kind of around the message that came through in the records is people are waking up to their abilities and people are waking up to a deeper understanding of who they really are and what they're capable of. And ascension to me is just a shift in consciousness to being able to tune in to higher levels of consciousness, higher frequency wisdom, and being able to access this higher frequency wisdom and live your life being led by this wisdom. And as we see more and more people waking up to this, the shifts that we're going to be seeing In the outer world will be, you know, solutions, profound solutions to problems living in a more harmonious way with each other and with the planet and You know, understanding things from a much wider perspective of what's really happening and also what we're really capable of. So when we talk about ascension and 5D it's really stepping into having a wider perspective, a wider understanding and tuning in to higher states of awareness.
0: And so you And I to see this process going on. And if you can tune into the energy it's it's very available. Um, How do you sense it. Uh, Let's say for the next five years. Anything that you feel tuned into about that.
1: Yeah, I think that so a lot of what I see is there being a lot of what we're going through on an individual level will be reflected in the collective. So right now, the process of shifting consciousness means that we need to transmute these lower frequency energies that we're holding in our field. Meaning, you know, what I help people do and what we, you know, as healers, we're all being called to do is release these old belief systems that are rooted in lack, fear, and scarcity, releasing the programming that we received growing up that tells us, you know, that we're not good enough or we can't do it or we're limited in whatever way. So on the individual level, when we raise frequency, we automatically have to release and transmute whatever energies we're holding in our field that are keeping us from raising into that frequency. So that is one thing that we're seeing people called to do. And then on a collective level, what we're seeing on the planet is kind of the same thing, right? Like where all of this darkness is coming to light, we're seeing um, what is appearing to be a lot of chaos, but we're actually just being shown what's going on. And we're having like the light is being shined on the darkness essentially. And it seems like things are crumbling and there's all this chaos going on but what's really happening is um, things are crumbling so that they can be rebuilt in an entirely new way and even astrologically you know it's all there Um, everyone can kind of see what's going on so what I'm seeing really for the next five years is a lot of crumbling and rebuilding and a lot of people waking up to seeing things from a completely different perspective Um, And, you know, it's not always going to be pretty. I think there is going to be a lot of like, you know, fear and uncertainty, but at the same time, there's going to be equal amounts of awakening and love and harmony and um, freedom and sovereignty. So it's like, you know, it's the two extremes right now because we're essentially transmuting that darker energy into the lighter energy.
0: Well, well, well said.
1: Thank you.
0: Beautiful. So it's a, and it's a message of hope. Yes. And I think we need that right now.
1: Definitely.
0: So as we come to the end of our session, which has been just delightful to have this conversation with you, Elise, is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with? I mean, you've said a lot, you've given a lot today. Um, I don't know if there's anything left. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, What I would just like to say is um, to trust in yourself and what you're being drawn to if you feel like there is... deeper purpose for you or you're wanting to grow in a different way or move to the next level then don't stay in the indecision make the decision get support and allow yourself the gift of growth and awakening
0: that's what we need so thank (laughs) you so much Elise. And all of Elise's information is in the podcast notes. And she has a free offering of a breathwork practice to take you through. So be sure to go to her site and, and click on that link. And I'd like to remind all the listeners that they can get all the information from this podcast in the notes below. And I'd also like to send you to my website to see the offerings that I have for spring. There's a new class called Living Lighthearted that's going to begin in March and the Enlightened Empath Training for 2021 is going to begin on March 20th. So take a look at those offerings. And I'd like to say that if you land on those pages and you feel a resonance or a spark, go ahead and sign up. That's a cue to you that this is something that will help you unfold, help you expand, help you come into your own power and harmony and beauty. So take a look at spirithealonline.com and look at all the gorgeous graphics on the page. They're really pretty. So blessings to everyone. And thank you again, Elise Bassine. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. If you like what you heard,